following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. You're listening to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast on the BICBP Radio Network with your hosts, EZD Derek Jaws, T-Wave Taylor Sekaterski, Big Diesel Nick Yelich, Bold Claim Ben Yelich, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast with your host this week, Big Diesel. I'm joined with a very special guest, fresh off of the uh, the old turf down there in the Fred. Uh, we got Bold Claim Ben. How we doing, buddy? Yes, sir. Here from the uh, the Dirty Elf, as one would say. Yeah, Leot Fox, buddy. Leot Fox. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do a little uh, review of last week's NFL. Um, and I guess that leads right into let's start off. Uh, the Thursday night game, the Giants versus the football team. Thoughts and prayers? Yeah, to the um, NFC least. Yeah. It, it's, it's looking a lot like last year. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to go on record as shocked. Yeah, and you know the Cowboys. I know it's not the Cowboys whoa, whoa, segment no, stick, here. Stick, no? stick, stick okay. on, yeah, stick on. I, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll um, get there. No, the Giants do Giants things. Yeah, um, they have flashes of greatness, but um, they're just the Giants. I thought and Danny Dimes looked good. He d- always does, and but he like. I feel like more recently, like especially last year and this year, he's looked really good, but like they can't get the job done. I mean, he hit Sterling Shepard right in the hands. Oh, sure. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like that's – he hit him right in the hands. Yeah. So I, I thought the football team's defense has looked really slow through two weeks. I don't know what's up with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm expecting a little more out of their front seven um, for being right. so dominant. But um, I mean, hey, if they want to get yeah. off to a slow start, you know, the Bills got them this week. So oh, 100%. hopefully this is not I'm the week that. that they decide to they decide to show up. But yeah, I'm I not mean, gonna lie. Like, um, coming off of the Pittsburgh loss, like I'm definitely a little bit more afraid of a, a very good pass rush. And if their pass rush is not really getting to quarterbacks, like um, I'm okay with that. Right. And I mean, that's, that's their whole thing, right? Is that their front four is good enough to stop the run and pass. Exactly. Built on. So they really haven't done it to start. And I don't know if that's scheme. And if so, hopefully the boys are, you know, crushing the film this week, but uh, Taylor Heineke looks like he can get the job done. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, Definitely. And I think honestly, um, it's it's a Ron Rivera defense, even if they're a little slow defensively. It's a Ron like Rivera team, man. They're just grinding. Yeah, they they're they're gonna. That's how they're gonna win games. And I feel like if I'm gonna trust any single team in this division, it's gonna be that um, well-run team by Ron Rivera. I mean, like losing Fitz sucks, but how much does it really suck? I mean, t- right. Taylor Heineke looks like he can get the job done. Right. As long as he doesn't turn the ball over, uh, you know, two minutes left in the game. Exactly. A competent team. All right, moving <laughs> on. Uh, we had the Bengals at the Bears. Uh, <laughs> Joe Burrow with a tough game, and then he almost almost came back, but uh, Justin Fields comes in and holds him off. Yeah, um, I 
I don't know the verdict on Justin Fields yet. Well, of course not. It was, you know, yeah, his first I've, half I of mean, football in the a, NFL. A lot of people are really high on Justin Fields, and obviously I don't think he's better than – I think he is better than Andy Dalton, but like – Okay, yeah, and so it was games. like 50% of the quarterbacks who yeah. played last weekend. I mean, he's a middle-of-the-road guy. There's nothing really wrong with that. That's why he's got the job – well, had the job. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I thought Joe Burrow has looked a little gun-shy here, and I mean – you know, they decided not to draft line, which could you know, have very much helped. Yeah, especially against, uh, <laughs> you know, Khalil Mack and the boys up in Chicago. That's not exactly a matchup you want. Um, I mean, I know this is a Bengals. It's, it's a Bengals offense um, and not having an offensive line definitely doesn't help. But I, this is the this is the week that the Bears needed defensively to get back into it. Um, well, the funny thing I about mean, the they, Bengals. I'm sorry to cut you off, but the funny yeah, thing about no. the Bengals is their defensive efficiency is, is top five or sorry, top oh, six in the league. No, it is like it's, uh, I know. Yeah. 68%, 67.8%. No, like... <clears throat> Jesse Bates is phenomenal. Um, but like, like the bears, the bears had a really rough week one off uh, defensively. And I, this is definitely holding, holding the Bengals to 17 points really helped against, um, Joe Burrow there, but um right. It's That's definitely, what I, I I I was shocked at how bad Joe Burrow kind of played. It's got that um that game definitely had that big ten northeast <laughs> barn burner. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a style. beautiful Ohio State at Northwestern. Yeah, exactly. Uh, perfect. All right, moving on then. Punts let's, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Cleveland where Tyrod, Ty God, uh almost Almost had the Texans in an upset bit, then yeah. went down. I uh, and I'm upset about that too. I'm upset yeah, about Tyrod going down. He I looks mean, good. Honestly, like every single year, you can predict every single outcome, but like no one was expecting the Texans to be as good as they are, and they're, they're really not even that. Not good, even good, like, just competitive. Yeah, yeah. They Tyrod is they can hang in a game. <laughs> Tyrod is got to be one of the most unluckiest players. To play in the hundred percent, man. He can't catch a break. Like the thing about his time in Buffalo is that, like, he did have the reins and he did catch his breaks here because he helped us break the drought. And then we kind of like put a curse on him after shipping him out of town. And I feel I awful because I love that guy and I want to see him do well. I I want to see him succeed. I owe everything to that man. I owe him my childhood that was lost. <laughs> your, your first <laughs> like, child's middle name is going to be Tarad. Exactly, but like uh, the Browns. Um, Nick Chubb, I mean, he had a little bit of a rough, rough first half there. I mean, he was on my fantasy team, and I'm like, all right, Chubb, what's going on here? And then they definitely opened up that run game near the end. Yeah, um, that's what they do. After, they beat him down because the first half, it's going to be three yard, three yard, yep. three yard. Then the second half, you'll start seeing six, 12. You exactly. Know? Um, the Texans kind of go for that style <laughs> too. You know, they have all the running backs. So Bill O'Brien's sitting at home. Yeah. They just, got every single veteran running yeah. back known to man. They're like, yeah. yo, your veteran running back. Yo, I'm surprised they don't have Frank Gore. At uh, this I know. Point. I don't think Frank Gore <laughs> go down there. Nah. I, he's, I heard he's denied a couple NFL teams. I think he's, I think, I think he's, he's hanging up the cleats. Yeah. yeah. I know. He doesn't but, got it anymore. And there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I mean, look yeah. at the Texans. Fairly competitive with a competent quarterback. Obviously, now they're going to go to Davis Mills. So, but like ten points, ten point difference in that game where the Texans put up twenty one points. Like the Browns' defense doesn't like 
Browns defense wow. is still gelling, man. It's a lot of talent yeah, they're not, together. They're not wowing me at the moment. And I get it's week two, but like the Browns. Yeah, week seven until we talk about the Browns defense, really. Exactly. Yep. All right. Then uh, next in Indianapolis, the Rams and Matt Stafford go to town and squeak out a dub while also simultaneously I mean, hurting both of Carson Wentz's ankles. Which is so unfortunate, but so fucking funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's, How do you get both of them at the same time? Literally. like, um, Talk about another guy that can't catch a break. Nah, um, at this Carson point, Wentz. at this point, I don't really feel bad for Carson Wentz. I'm just here enjoying the ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can say two things about this game um, is that the Colts are getting really, really unlucky with the quarterback position over the past years. They have the roster to compete and win the division and go far in the playoffs. They just don't have a guy right now that can take them to the to the promised land. And Carson yeah. Wentz was supposed to be that guy. They're kind of dolph- um, they're kind of dolphins of last year ish. Hundred percent. Where everyone's and like, then, oh, they're they're a quarterback away from being really good. And guess what? On the flip side of this game is a team that was like this last year, and they got Matt Stafford. Yeah, and they got the double. So talking about offseason, I mean, the Colts and the Rams were both looking for a quarterback in this offseason, and the Rams, in my opinion, got the right one. Now, it's only a three-point game, but like I think Matt the Colts, Stafford, I think the Colts also really, really, really got screwed because they came out the gate and they got Seahawks and then Rams. Yeah. Like that's, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a tough way to start your the season. NFC. I was going over the NFC West today. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if if the cards line up right, every single team from the NFC West might make the playoffs this year. It's very possible. It's because, very possible. like, I'm just looking at the general landscape. I know it's only been two weeks, but I feel like this could be a very middle year where you're not going to see a lot of diversity in like wins and losses. You're going to see top so not, heavy. Yeah. That's what that's. Yeah. What so, so you're not going to get the 13 and three teams in the three and 13s. You're going to see more in the middle. Uh, well, I guess you got 17 games now. So you're probably going to see more 10, 11 and 12 win teams more closer to 500. And I think that's where you might see teams like the entire NFC West make the playoffs. Hey man, that's why they say any given Sunday, right? Seriously. All right, here we go. Uh, Down in Miami, uh, the most dissatisfying 35, nothing victory. I think I've ever (laughs) witnessed in my life, but the bills go into Miami and smoke them in the end. That's 35 to nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's 35, nothing got the job done. And also like Josh for the box score hunters got, screwed out of a rushing touchdown because he slid and the ball was at the quarter inch yeah. line. You know I mean, what I mean? Had... So that's, that's, a, that's really three touchdown day and over 200 yards and one pick, which was bad. Yeah. I saw he had like 179 passing yards or something like right, that. Right. But he had 40 rushing. Yeah. Yards. Like, <laughs> and I, we went through this all of last year and Josh does not need to have a big day in order for us to destroy teams yeah and, not with the defense looking like and, this and i'm not gonna lie like we we talked about this all last year um some people especially the casual nfl fan doesn't really understand game planning this week we ran the ball we yeah. ran it down their throats i mean singletary 
Moss. I mean, Moss had what one or uh, one fumble, but he came back with two touchdowns. Yeah, came like, back with two touchdowns, and like, I mean, he's lucky he got back into the game because you've seen what McDermott does with guys who fumble. Oh, but definitely. He, he got his second chance, and he ran with it. That was nice to see. So, like, I mean, you got three three rushing touchdowns between Singletary and Moss, and you can't ask for more out of your one two. Like, right. if you get three rushing touchdowns out of two backs, you're going to win the game, right. in my opinion. And um, honestly, even if you want to take away Moss's second one and give it to Josh. Um, exactly. Like, it's still, yeah, it gets the job done, man. And that's that's and, the that's the, the, the little quarter of <laughs> the difference between the pundits going, Josh Allen, three touchdown day versus, I mean, yeah, he had two touchdowns on the day and a pick. You know what I mean? So and I, I, I saw a lot he hasn't, of Twitter. Well, I'm going to Go say ahead, this sorry. real quick. Josh hasn't looked like Josh, right? He's not out there just slinging the rock. Yeah. He hasn't I'll, looked, he hasn't looked fully there, but like that's my, okay, man. My, my rebuttal is going back to what I was saying. Um, and uh, Twitter is more agreement on Josh not looking like Josh and saying we have the 2019 Josh, but we have the 2019 defense. And honestly, I think week one was a fluke, and I think if we played this well defensively and we beat the teams we need to beat with five touchdowns, no matter what, if it's running, if it's passing, I don't give a shit. Yeah, because I don't guess care, what? I don't care about the We're winning football games. I don't care about the yeah. stats. Um, I will say this. It's, it is concerning to me what happened against Pittsburgh. And it was concerning to me because we didn't leave anybody in to chip and help. And we just thought we were going to release five guys and slide four linemen to TJ Watt. And that was just going to work. And we never adjusted. And like we did better yeah, this was... week, but nah, here's my thing. When we get to like, the, this is going to be a really good test this week. Are we just going to do something simple and stupid like that and allow the other team to dictate what happens on the line? And then Josh is going to be uncomfortable. Or are we actually just going to like, do something creative. Are we going to isolate the three tech, but ship game the plan, running back? Yeah. And beat, yeah. Game plan around it. Um, and that surprised me. Like the last two times that we played Pittsburgh, we made TJ Watt look invisible. And honestly, what I'm thinking of what happened is that Melvin Ingram added to that Pittsburgh Steelers roster is a game changer. I mean, yeah, we said, we said he, last week that he, he's an upgrade over Bud Dupree, but also like Cam Hayward was, was the game changer in that Cam Hayward, TJ Watts strip sack was because of Cam Hayward. All right. We're getting, we're getting way off topic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's move on to the Patriots at the jets where Mac Jones gets his first NFL win in a smackdown of New York's finest. I'm not surprised. <laughs> No, me Jets, either. I mean, rookie QB versus Belichick. And you're asking um, a rookie quarterback to play with an average line that got even worse after Mekhi Becton went down. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was – there was like the video of the eight-year-old who was, you know uh, – Literally, it's like – Ripping got, them apart for their <laughs> blocking. And, yeah, it was, it was ugly. You have a young, young football team in New York, and – not a very good one. And now you're riddled with injuries. In I mean, look at two. this, though. Robert Sala brought his defense. 
64, yeah. 64.8% defensive efficiency. They're getting teams off the field, but they're giving the ball back at an even worse rate. Is, is that really just defensively or is that not but it's also, a very good Patriots offense? Well, I mean, they also had uh, – I mean – Who'd they the, play week one? Panthers. <laughs> they played the Panthers. Panthers. And they did – they did half decent. Well, they did well defensively, actually. The Jets' defense is no joke. It's just that their offense is giving the ball back, and then it's a short field where the team gets points. And then, you know what I mean? They're not. They're in, put in bad situations and all this stuff. Yeah, Zach Wilson definitely looks like a rookie right now. <laughs> well, yeah. He looks like a rookie. Yeah. Mac Jones and didn't the- look horrific. Yeah, I mean, a lot could be said. It's and. I'll repeat myself again. It's still week two. Yeah, we, we have there's a lot of development that we get to see these young quarterbacks go through. So, um, in in our division, there's two rookie quarterbacks in our division, and then one and, with cracked ribs. Yeah, you got one with broken ribs because Epinesa just decided that he was going to like not be blocked. <laughs> yeah, Epinesa decided to arrive. Um, so now we're on to San Francisco at Philly, which was actually kind of a slugfest. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, another another Big Ten matchup, huh? The Eagles yeah. bringing that Pennsylvania. I mean, I don't football. know. This is this is more like this is like low pack twelve. This is like CU at Utah. 12. Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Well, Colorado um, at Utah at, at eleven o'clock at night. See, the Eagles' defense. Didn't like. I'm not the biggest fan of the Eagles' defense because, like, but without without Brandon Graham now, they're they're yeah, they're they're their defense is really just Fletcher Cox. Yeah, like, yeah, but I mean, they're still at seventy percent. But I'm not gonna lie, like, their defense over two weeks has not looked bad. Their defenses looked good. Defenses is top ten in the league. Yeah, like I mean, granted, they played the Bears week one. But, like, you cannot count out a Kyle Shanahan Look defense. At, exactly. <laughs> An offense. I mean, like, yeah. you, you, you only held them to 17, but, like, at the end of the day, like, you got to put up 21. And that's, that's the kind of metric I go by. If you can hold a team under 20 defensively and you can put up over 20 offensively, that's what's going to win you football games. Yeah, that's the and NFL I feel sweet like, spot. I feel like defensively they did their job against a very good – Kyle Shanahan run offense. You got a rookie running back that is um, an Eli Mitchell who is looks great because guess what? That's Kyle Shanahan's yeah. offense. Yeah, Stick you don't running back, need yeah. you don't need a name running back. You can put anybody back there and they're gonna look good. So like when he most hurt. The there thing you go. Was, I mean, he's the, hurt. He's hurt right now. But when he first started playing. He was a four-string running back in week 16. Like, <laughs> Right. So the thing with San Fran is that their defense has actually been slow to start the year, uh, but their offense has been really good. The thing about the Eagles, man, is like their defense, like I just said, really good. Their offense also 75% through two weeks efficiency. The Eagles, I mean, like honestly, looks like Sirianni's got the boys bought in, um, and it's not exactly like it's going to be a tough division to win. And yeah, it's and it goes back to the same thing I said about the Giants in that division. You got to find ways to win, and they didn't. Um, I mean, you you can be as sufficient as you want, but like at the end of the day, you got eleven points on the board. 
and you got you got to be better than that. Right. Right. It does. It does mean that they have the ability to move the sticks and eat some clock, though. Exactly. I agree with that. I um, I agree. So moving on now uh, in Pittsburgh, Derek Carr took the boys into town and uh, did some uh, little burning your women and raping your churches. <laughs> are the Raiders a real deal? No. No. I mean, like the Raiders are solid, but they're the Raiders. Let's look at the underlying numbers for the Raiders real quick. 72.7% offensive efficiency, middle of the pack. 68.5% defensive efficiency, really high, but they also played the Ravens, who are wildly inefficient on offense. Um, And Max Crosby had the game of his life that week one. So not really. This is not sustainable. it's, it's, It's week two. But I seriously think that this Raiders defense has stepped it up, bro. They still don't have a, they don't still don't have a back seven. They got a front four. Yeah, I, yeah. You I, can't you can't you can't win with the Chiefs, Browns, <laughs> Chargers in your division with that. You can go win out of out of division all you want, but at the end of the day, if you go zero and six in division, where are you yeah. going? Maybe a wild card. And this is the same on the flip side. This is the inconsistency that we're kind of used to from the Steelers. Oh, Um, absolutely. I mean, like you can say all the great things about Mike Tomlin and how he doesn't have a losing season, but like, holy shit, man, you, he really knows how to make his team look amazing one week. And then the next week, in the next, yeah, and yeah, the next week they look awful. I mean, their offense it's is just, still an issue. It was an issue last year. It's still an issue now. The defense is not as dominant as it was, uh, you know, to start. Despite a great game against the Bills, uh, didn't follow it up stupendously. Um, so, yeah, that was tough. All right, moving on. We got the Saints at the Panthers. Jameis, Jameis Winston has officially returned. Ben? Yeah, sorry. I'm telling my roommates to shut up. What are, you, what are your thoughts here on Jameis Winston versus Sam Darnold? Um, hold on a second. Let me look at the score here. You got the score offhand? Yeah, it was 26-7. Uh, 26-7. Uh, yeah, I think that the Saints offense – I was talking about this earlier today, actually. I think the Saints offense is purely on Kamara. And if you can find a way to stop Kamara, um, you're really you're really just trying to um Yeah, make Jameis beat you. Yeah, you you're making Jameis beat you and you get bad Jameis and you get good Jameis. And I think that Sean Payton has done a good job at limiting um the bad decisions by Jameis. But at the end of the day, the Panthers stopped Kamara. So yeah, they also had CMC, which helps. Um, the Panthers are good, man. We talked about it in the preview and all that good stuff that they were like kind of an under the radar team who could pop. And it looks exactly, like they, yeah. it looks like they came to play to start the year. Let's see if they can continue it. And I, uh, I, I hope <laughs> Sam Darnold continues to play well. It's yeah, yeah, I was just about to say the same thing. It's it's sinful the fact that I am cheering for Sam Darnold. And it's sinful for the fact that I've always liked him secretly. Loved Sam and, Darnold. Yeah. And oh, I always hoped gonna, he did well. And I'm not going to lie. I, I had to pretend to hate him for a while. 
um, because he was on the Jets. Right, but, like, but are you going to pull Trig on a Darnold uh, Panthers jersey if, if they do well? We'll see. All right, love we'll, that. We'll, we'll see. That means yes. <laughs> Two Bud Lights later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, One. Broncos at Jaguars. The Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater took care of business, 23-13 at Jacksonville. I mean, it's still it's, – it's, it's Trevor's a baby. It's early. Trevor's it's a baby. Early for, it's early for the Broncos, too. I want to see the Broncos have a real test. Well, um, and Bradley not, Chubb is getting <coughs> something done on his ankle. So, like, yeah, not, that might be not an issue the, again. Not to the Jaguars – aren't a test but like i haven't it's this one's a difficult one i feel like i need to see these both of these teams play more games so here's a really like to really judge these teams the broncos beat the jags and the giants very similarly in like similar score fashion but at the end of the day if you're a good team shouldn't you beat the teams that you're supposed to beat yes and like that's what they did the past two weeks is they took care of business and they got yeah, weapons sure. and Teddy's Teddy's balling. You know, their defense is good. Yep. And you know what? Now I'm I understand what you're saying. And now I'm realizing the uh hypocrisy over here of me saying the exact opposite about the Bills last year, saying that if you get the wins, shouldn't you be a good team? Yeah. And yeah, no, I agree with you. Um I still want to see them play other teams. Yeah, and absolutely. I think, I th- hey, we're gonna get. And to I see think that. the same. I think the same goes for Jacksonville. I don't think Jacksonville is as bad as they look. Now that's a bold claim. Need, we're clipping that. I, I I need to see more. I think the, they're finishing uh, the Jacksonville the team. Them in Atlanta race to the bottom. I mean, I agree. I think the Jaguars are definitely one of the bottom, but I don't think. I think they need more weeks to like warm up and especially having a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach, they need more weeks to um, develop into the team that they're. uh, Yeah. They need to figure out what the hell they're going to be. Yeah, exactly. All right. So Minnesota went to Carolina and decided to once again, not kick field goals. Well, no, they kicked them, but Arizona. No, Minnesota. I know you said Minnesota went to Carolina or Arizona. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota went to Arizona. Uh, I mean, refusing see, this, to make field goals. This confuses the hell out of me. And it's any given Sunday because I'm not going to lie. The Vikings did not impress me against the Bengals uh, when they beat them in overtime. But like, I can't like They're the Cardinals. Of- I know the Cardinals look really good to me and they played the Cardinals really close. And I can't deny the fact the Vikings were one point away from tying to the Cardinals. Like <laughs> they were, they were one half yard away from beating them. If they just hit a field goal. Exactly. <coughs> um, I mean like, yeah, man, any given Sunday, but it, at the end of the day, Cardinals get a dub. Kyler looks really good. The defense is humming along. Um I'll go, I'll go back to that two pass rushing thing that I've been saying. It's like the Sith, right? There has yep. to be two. The rule of two. Uh, the rule of two. Um, having Melvin Ingram with uh, TJ Watt has proven to be effective. Explain Cam um, Hayward then. He's a freak of nature. Explain, <laughs> explain the rule of three. 
<laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. The rule of two. You need you need somebody who can and eat the double exactly. and eat the double and somebody so, who gets the one-on-one. So now you got what? On the Bills, you got AJ Epinesa and you got Groot. That's um, like and that's Eddie. something that that's something that we could be very excited about. Now the Cardinals the past two weeks, Chandler Jones looks like a god because who's lined up on the other side? J.J. Watt. Like, yeah, but here's s- the thing, too, is J.J. and Chandler Jones are like 70 years com- age combined and we're two yeah. weeks into the year. So, like, can they keep up this pace? They've really that's, started and, well. And that's and a I very, can't take that away from them. That's a very, very good point. And um, we know J.J.'s injury history. Right. Um. But I feel like adding JJ to that front seven and especially the wisdom and leadership um, definitely helped. It's like like when we brought Diggs, has helped our receiving core so much. Um, even Isaiah Simmons on the Cardinals looked just that bit better the past two weeks. Yeah, um, I like the Cards. So, and, and basically their defense is taking every athlete who's the most athletic at the position and throwing them at the line of scrimmage. And I love it. It's think players, not plays. Yeah. At the end of the day, you put your and hey, that's what the Bills have done, right? Like Matt Milano was a safety, and we're playing him at middle linebacker. And guess what? He's the number two best ranked linebacker uh, in the NFL by PPF. Like suck that one, Anthony Buno. <laughs> All right. So no, let's but I, athletes. I, I I get what you're saying. I think players, not plays. Athletes are going to get get the win at the end of the day. Exactly. Not scheme. Um, moving on here, we got Atlanta at Tampa, which was the slaughter that everybody thought it was going to be. I mean, do we really need to spend that much time on this? I was just about to say the same thing. Like we really don't need to. Um, yeah, it was, it was, the Falcons are not good. Yeah. The Falcons are not good. Matt Ryan's officially cooked. They still put up 25 points and it's proved anything. The Falcons' defense is still garbage. Yeah. 48. Well, they didn't points. exactly draft or sign anybody <laughs> to help that. No. Now, here was a game. Here was a game. Dallas at Los Angeles Chargers. There is nothing funnier in this world than the Vikings and the Chargers somehow losing on a field goal. I mean, I was just going to say special teams in general. Yeah. There's special teams. <laughs> like, there's two special teams <laughs> units that they go out on the field, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And it's the Chargers and the Vikings because you just never know what's going to happen. It's it's amazing. Like, you got to – it's been a decade, maybe even more, like two decades, and you can go all the way back to the Vikings for when they were in the Super Bowls. Right. Like – well, I was gonna I was gonna bring up the Chargers when they had that historic team, the number two rated offense, number one rated yeah. offense, but and the thirty yeah, second ranked said. special teams, and they were and they didn't make playoffs. Yeah, well, that's it's people say it's one third of the game. It's not. It's one fifth of the game. One in every five plays is a special teams play on average. It's and uh, um, one fifth will definitely win or lose you the game. Coming coming from a um, a college football backgrounds. Um, you know, when you win the special teams battle, it's such a momentum shift. And like offensively and defensively, whatever, whichever way the punt is going, whichever way the kickoff goes, whichever way the missed or blocked PAT or field goals go. Like, I mean, the classic the, field position battle, man, that's that's what it yeah, is. It's important. Special, special teams. So good at it. Special teams is no joke. And 
we're starting to see, and we've always seen, honestly, that like you said, Belichick, we're starting to see special teams be bigger. I mean, Joe Judge in New York was that special teams coordinator and he got a head coaching job. Like the more emphasis on special teams, like the more stability you have in winning a football game. Now you need your offense and defense to do the job, but at the end of the day, do you have a special teams that can get the job done at the last minute? And, yeah, can I and say honestly, that? I can't say that the Cowboys do because Zerline had a tough week one, but exactly. he did come through here and he was coming off injury into week one. So, you know, I guess can, can, can I say, can I say the chargers or the Vikings have a special teams that can win them football games? No, absolutely not. Sure. Can. And, <laughs> and it's sure so funny. Can. It's so um, funny. It is literally. I mean, I thought I thought it was impressive that the Chargers really held down that Cowboys offense. I'm just not impressed with the Cowboys. Well, I'm yeah, not. they're the Cowboys, but Jay Herb had his moments, but he also, you know, he was a herbivore. So, and it's it's nice to have Austin Eckler back. Yeah, right. As soon as he's kind of like Will Fuller, he's just too athletic for his own hamstring, and you know, you really hate to see it. <laughs> it's, it's so unfortunate really. yeah <laughs> all right uh the last of the sunday matchups at four o'clock was tennessee at seattle and what a game that was yeah that was Whew. a beautiful beautiful disaster and especially near the ends it was like derrick derrick henry just fantasy is, he, had him in one of my fantasy teams Oh, it was he's beautiful to look so, at that. He's he's uh, he's very good. And I can't lie to you. I took a nap. I took a nap and woke up for the overtime. And I looked at my phone and I saw Derrick Henry's scoreline. I was like, "Oh, you beautiful bastard!" <laughs> well, I got to watch those runs, and I'll tell you what—they were gorgeous. And everyone's saying he's due for regression, but I'll believe it when I see it. Dude, yeah. I mean, ever since high school, he's gotten like 150 touches a year. It's just what he does. Um, also, I thought it was just a safety. On Russell Wilson. Oh, I agree. Uh, my yeah, own I, personal I believe, thought. I believe that game was over before it was over. Um, yeah, but and, look at man. I mean, this is the any given Sunday because Tennessee's defense is is atrocious. Spotty. It's very yeah. spotty. Yeah. I mean, it's not atrocious. It's middle of the league. So is their offense. Um, but it, they're nothing special. Is kind of what I'm saying. Besides Derrick Henry, they're nothing special. Julio is just finding his way in Seattle. Julio Julio does not look that good, and it could be just week two of a new quarterback. But right, like, new system. Um, and Seattle AJ, has been wildly AJ inefficient, has, too. A.J. Brown has gotten more touches and more quality catches. And yeah, but that's also because T- Tannehill is wi- more comfortable with A.J. Brown. He's known him for longer. Um, yes. In, in my personal opinion, at least. But then Seattle, like I was saying, wildly inefficient towards the bottom of the league in both offense and defense, despite everyone giving them love. I understand it. Coaching staff, Russell Wilson, they haven't showed up so far this year. They just haven't. And they still put up 30. And that's the right. great thing about the Seahawks is that they're so unefficient at football, but they still wildly fun to watch. They're wildly fun to watch, and they still find a way to stay in games. Like it's it's amazing. Like the statistics on them just don't match their fields. Presence. Yeah, I mean, get. It was saying this for years, but get Russell Wilson some fucking offensive line for. I don't think it loud. would matter. He he likes to run around anyway, and that creates its own issues with offensive yeah. linemen. Um, 
I'm sure Bill's said, offensive hey, lineman will tell you that with Josh Allen. Give it, give it a couple more weeks. Russell Wilson's going to get in the MVP conversation, and then the last five weeks they're going to dip. They're going to dip. I back was going to say then he'll get whacked <laughs> around week nine. He'll take one big hit. And exactly. <laughs> All right, the Sunday night thriller of Kansas was City amazing. going into Baltimore, and Lamar instead of taking a deuce, did a nice little flip into the end zone. My favorite thing. They're like, oh, John Harbaugh, those big fucking nuts on that fourth down call. Yeah, well, look at him a little closely. He's yelling at Lamar. He's like, yo, Lamar, Lamar, you want to go for this? Okay, but here's love, my question. As a love the trust. Love the trust in your fucking quarterback. I mean, that okay, is yes. what I want to see. But as a competitor, who wouldn't go for that? You're right. Yeah. That's my thing is everyone's like, oh, the balls and look at the trust in Lamar. And I'm no, just thinking, dude, I don't really care. Like, it, you'll I'm get going some, for that if I'm in that situation. You'll get some dumb analytical. You know what? You'll get a Matt Patricia. <laughs> you'll get a Matt Patricia with some dumb analytics going, ah, you know what? I don't think we should go for here. And then you tell him to lick the underside of your sack and you move yeah. along with your day. I thought Lamar looked good second week in a row. I mean, still has some turnover issues, but I, I like watching Lamar play football. I, I like watching it. I like watching Lamar and Mahomes play football. Yeah, that's and, fun. Um, <laughs> watching that game is fun, and I, I can't wait to play Kansas City. And I don't believe we have Baltimore this year. Yeah, um, because no. the, find that out later. It just um, it, that's just because. Um, the Steelers won that division last year. Yeah, we already played but, them. Um, and we already played them. But I'm not going to lie. Like, when we got into the playoffs and Lamar got hurt, I was the first person to say, nah, no, get him back on the field. Like, I want to beat Lamar. Like, Which I don't want it. I mean, like, I yeah. know that he went out and we finished the game. But come on. Like, we smacked Lamar around that game. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm fine with the win. Like I, de- I, I love watching Lamar. I love watching Mahomes, and the competitor in me wants to beat both of those teams at their healthiest. I don't know how we compete with Kansas City. Well, you know what? The Ravens shut down Tyreek Hill, but that's the hard part: is when you shut down Tyreek Hill. Ty, um, uh, yeah. fuck. Uh, Kelsey's open. Travis. His name Travis is Kelsey, Travis. Yeah. Tyler. I'm, I'm, Tyler Eifert is not Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, no, I was having a rough time. It's all right. I know where your brain went. Yeah, but it's it's a tough task to beat. Yeah, look, <laughs> that the Chiefs offense. are a wagon. Chiefs are and an absolute what, wagon. And like, it's so interesting because the storyline of this week is that the bills didn't do enough offensively and the chiefs didn't do enough offensively and both teams yeah, got 35 points. Nah, nah, here's the chief's issue. And I sent you the, the sheet that shows the tits and what, what it, it's all about. They have the league's worst defense in terms of efficiency. Can't get off the field, which means Mahomes on the field less. And also you want us, you want a, a, a way to beat the chiefs, man. Two teams just showed you. You run the ball and you keep Mahomes off, Mahomes off the field, you, you split 50-50. They're one and one in one possession games with the two best rushing teams in the league, the Browns and the Ravens. Their yeah. defense can't stop the run, and it's designed like that, but they can't stop the run. 
So let's run the fucking ball. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Then the Monday night game was the Lions against the Packers, and it looked like Goff and the boys were going to give A-Rod a, I know. a bit of a game. And then they gave me so much hope. They gave me so much hope. I, I, you know what? If I'm not, especially in the NFC, I just want to see absolute chaos. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm here. You're the for Joker. All, Some I, men just want to watch the world burn. I'm here for the underdogs. I don't have a team to root for, so I want to see the top fall, and I want to see teams like the Lions win. Yeah. And, man, they looked good at the beginning, and then Rodgers is like, all right, boys, I'm sick of this shit. Let's, let's, let's win a game here. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, like, shout out to Goff. Uh, Jared Goss looks solid through the first two weeks, and he's got that offense going uh, 75.8% efficiency through two weeks, which, like, they weren't doing that with Stafford. They weren't. And I know it's a different system, different coach, but their defense was just, just as bad last year. Is that just the definition of Jared Goff, though? Like He's doing a system un- guy. Yeah, the system guy that does underrated things, and it might not look really good, but it – works dude if he gets one receiver to go with Hawkinson they already got two running backs like the Lions offense is in a decent spot they got to figure out the defense I'm, I'm laughing because that's that's been the Lions issue since the last time they made playoffs of Megatron yeah you're not wrong Nadami can sue like yeah you're not wrong I mean, the, and then, like, looking at the Packers here, the offense is still wildly efficient. And, again, one of the worst defenses. The defense has yet to show up this year. And, I mean, it's, even against the Lions, strange. the first half the first half was really, really concerning. And that's a good Packers defense, in my opinion. But, like, they – and just like Washington, like, I feel like they, they're start. a little bit sleep, yeah, sleeping at the wheel a little bit. Got to get off the bus. And the, the, the thing is, is the narrative in the NFL is always that defenses are ahead of offenses at this time of year, especially with training camps. And like the teams, some of the teams like Washington and Green Bay and the Bears and the, the Bucks, like these defenses have had really slow starts to the year where it's like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. No, I agree with you. All right. Well, that wraps up the review of last week. You want to do a little preview? Sure. Just a quick rundown of the games and kind of just uh, give me your pick. Yeah, so we got uh, Panthers-Texans. And honestly, without Tyrod, I'm taking I'm taking the Panthers here. Yeah, this is tough because it's a short week. And um, the Texans have – their front seven has not looked awful. They gave Cleveland a decent run. They beat the Jags. I'm going to take the Panthers in a close one. Kind of a cop-out. Yeah, right, definitely. Without um, Tarot. I mean, I, I don't feel like the Panthers – I feel the Panthers' offense is better than their defense, but I think the without Tyrod, the Texas offense is really not – Yeah. yeah no, nothing to really sneeze at. Yeah, I mean, you got a lot of running backs and Brandon Cooks, I guess. All right, so uh, uh, football team at the Bills. Yeah, yeah, I got us in this one. Yeah, you do? I got us in this one. I'm not scared. Um, I'm excited to watch Jarrett Patterson come back to Buffalo. And not get any touches. Yep. (laughs) Um, I'm very interested to see the way we attack this defense. I think that's the thing I'm most excited for. And I think that's the thing I'm most excited for for every week. But I'm like, I want to see how we handle this front seven. 
Yeah, I would also love, love to see um, the defense back up the performance that they had the last weekend. Yeah, I would Not love that they didn't show up week one. I wasn't going to say the words, um, but you said it anyway. Yeah, yeah this well, is this I'm, is definitely an guy. offense that you could probably you could probably put the clamps on. So I'd love to see that. Um, and then offensively, hold on to the frigging ball, man. Stop fumbling. Yeah. Stop fumbling the ball. Yeah, ball security, and we—that's <laughs> been a huge thing the past few years. Like we need to just stop turning over the ball. All right, Chicago at Cleveland. Hey, the Big Ten, right? You get a little Ohio, um, Indiana action. We're Wait, going no, to Illinois. Purdue, Ohio Sorry. State, Ohio State to Purdue. We'll we'll yeah, stick we're, with we're, we're, Yeah, we're going. We're going that north. North uh, Midwest area, you know, Northeast. There's Love a lot that of kind of football. A lot of corn. Out there. <laughs> Love that kind of football. I believe they're in Cleveland. Um, there's going to be a lot of running. You're going to get Justin Fields getting his first career start out of a cop out, but that's isn't that how all rookie quarterbacks get their first career start? Yeah. Also, <laughs> I mean, OBJ back, but Jarvis Landry to IR for the Browns. So you still don't have to spread, spread the, the wealth too much. You know what I mean? Um, you could keep everybody happy. So maybe that's just the way to do it. You just keep them on injury timelines where Landry and Odell never have to play together. Split time. Yeah. yeah. And then you can give your running backs all the carries they need. Who do you got here? Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna go with the underdog. I'm going to go Bo Claim. I'm going to go with the Bears here. Love that. I think – I think that uh, the Bears might be able to catch them off guard. I think their defense is good. Um, I think Justin Fields in his first career start can shock a, a sleeping Browns defense. I absolutely love that. I'm going to disagree with you based on the fact that the Bears offensive line is so horrendous and Clowney slash Miles Garrett are such good natural athletes. It's not going to matter. And I think that ruins the game for the Bears. Uh, That's fair. I just I just wanted to be chaotic. I, I love that. <laughs> I'm here for that. We got the Ravens at the Lions. Ravens at the Lions. Yeah, I got Ravens. I mean, we were just talking about how the Lions looked a lot better, but um, no, I think the Ravens look good this year. Um, I think they fixed a lot of their offensive um, flaws. I mean, there's still ways to beat Lamar. I mean, um, the Ravens without, are what the Ravens are, man. They, without they don't, question. The best part about the Ravens, whether or not you like them, whether or not you agree with them, whether or not you think Lamar is good, is that they have an identity and they stick to it. Yes. And that's why they go yep. and win football games because everybody's bought in. They know what they're doing. And no, yeah, and they, I, they're, I agree they're gonna beat They're going to beat the Lions solely based on that, not let alone the fact that they just have better athletes all over the field. I, th- I don't think the Lions can honestly stop the Ravens run game. That's exactly and where I, I was going. And, and I, think, I think that's where the line is going to get drawn. And for, any the of the Ravens... offensive, for any of the offensive line nerds out there, you're going to love this. Um, I, I know I was talking to my, my father about this, but watching the Ravens run game is really fun, and I give Greg Roman a lot of credit. They had a beautiful little Q counter. Um, with a with a front side read, so they pulled the front side guard and tackle, and just left the D tackle DN that side. Read the front side DN with the running back going like a sweep, and then Lamar was the middle Q counter through the back side. 
Beautiful. And guess what? <laughs> you need to have an athletic quarterback to do that play, and they do. Right. I but love my, that. My point is, <laughs> I if, love if, that. if you're a linebacker, you're reading pull. If you're a defensive lineman, you got two guys who are now unblocked. Who? What is their responsibility? Are you going to go with the sweep? Are you going to go on Lamar? It's so creative, and you have to have such disciplined D linemen to handle that. Detroit doesn't have it. They just no, don't. Definitely not. I mean, Kansas City didn't. No. They struggled. So, yeah. I don't think Kansas City's front seven is honestly the best front seven. It's not. That. We were just saying. I mean, they you can run on them all day long. Uh, that's – Yeah. They're designed to stop the pass. All right. Uh, Indy at Tennessee. This is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, so, I'm guessing, what, Jacob Easton gets a start here? Possible. Um, or, or you get what? Sam, Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, baby. Texas football is back. Horns up. Horns up. <laughs> Love my, that. Uh, my, my roommate's yelling at me in the other room because he's a Texas football fan, and he's, he's a little salty about um, the recent loss to uh, Arkansas. Blue pig. But, um, yeah, this one's hard for me not to choose the Titans. I know the Titans can be a little um, inconsistent, but um, – you lost your starting quarterback and um, you got two rookies that you can choose from. Um, Here's my thing. Division opponent. You know, those are always a slug fest. They're going to lean heavy on James Taylor, Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack. It's definitely Henry. It's definitely the recipe. I trust trust the Colts defense (laughs) significantly more than I trust the Titans defense. It's definitely it definitely has the recipe for an upset. I just I personally think the Titans got this one. I'll take the Colts. I think I think the Colts get this done. I think they're salty after coming out and having to play the NFC West. The Titans are nothing like NFC West opponents they just faced. I agree. And they might not have their quarterback, but they got a dang good roster and a good coaching staff. All right. Chargers at Chiefs at Arrowhead. Jay Herb and the boys. This is a tough one. Um, Chargers have played the Chiefs pretty close, I feel like, well, at least last year. Um, and the Chiefs look beatable. But the right. Chiefs are the Chiefs. And the Chargers are the Chargers. So if if history has t- told us anything, is that the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this game. And some reason the Chargers are going to find a way to lose this game. Uh, yeah. I, I Do you want to go on record as saying that the Chargers miss a field goal to lose? It can be at any, you know point, what? any point in the game. As <laughs> long as they miss a field goal and lose by that would have fixed it. You know, you know what? I will, I will take that bold claim. I love that. I, I feel pretty powerful on that. All right, cool. We'll lock that in. I'll, I yep. mean, I'm just going to sit back and, and watch on that one. I, I think I agree with it, but I don't want to double down. Um, Saints at Pats. This is going to be an interesting one. Yeah, right. Um, I think it's for both teams. I think this is a really – this is a make make or break it for both teams. Um, you got two teams with new quarterbacks with, I feel like, arguably a new style of offense. And, like, this is your chance to prove that – you're a team that has this is the first potential. real test for Mac Jones. <laughs> this is the first real test. Yeah, I this mean, is... like you dipped your toes in with Miami. You got a nice, easy lob from the Jets. 
and now you got the Saints. And whether or not yeah, you, you got, good Jameis or bad Jameis, it doesn't matter because the Saints defense yeah. is legit. And Cam yeah, you got to go up against this all day. You got to go up against the Saints defense. Um, and for the Saints, like you can't play the way you played last week against the Panthers. No. Um, and no, but that's think, also like that goes back to what I said before: division game. Those games are different. Anybody who, oh, hundred percent. It's just if it's an in division game, you really don't know what's going to happen. Can Bill Belichick stop Camara though? And that's Possibly. where I think I that, Dante that's Hightower where is an one, animal. This one is interesting. Like I think Bill Belichick can possibly stop Camara, and I think at home, like the Patriots are at home this week. I think the Patriots might sneak out this victory. All right, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll use my bold claim waiver here. I say the Patriots kick a field goal to win this game at the end because that's just Belichick. That's that's what Belichick does. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have the Patriots in this one as well. I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll be the one to not double down on the field goal this one. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. Uh, Falcons at Giants. Woo! Let's yeah. get this going, um, baby. Let's go, G men. Yeah, right. If Danny Dimes wants to establish that he can ball and like just just have a game, this is a great week to do it. Um, I do. I gotta fact check myself on this one. Well, um, no, you know you don't. Just say it. Just say it. And what's in your head is is Dan Quinn the defensive coordinator for the Giants? Ooh, Ooh yeah, that's a good question. I believe he is. I he believe somewhere. I believe he's a defensive coordinator for the Giants, and I believe their offensive coordinator is yeah, Jason Garrett. What a staff! Is this yeah? Is this the Dan revenge Quinn game? Revenge game? Oh, is this the revenge game, baby? In New York? Oh, oh! It would have been better if it was in Atlanta, so we could rub it in their face. But it doesn't matter. You got to come to his house. Yeah, this Ooh. is. I got now that now I could be completely wrong because I'm, I'm I jumped on that. train with this too. So like, I, I could also be fabricating this, but I'm all in on Dan Quinn revenge game uh, for the giants. Yes. So I'll take the giants. That's, yeah. I'll take the giants on this one. All right. Bengals at Steelers. Bengals at Steelers division game. Yep. Oh I don't boy, know. do you think do that? Does does Joe Burrow just go to sleep this whole week after watching film? Going, we could have had Slater or Sewell. We could have had Slater or Sewell. We could have had Slater or Sewell. Just thinking yeah, about T.J. Watt and Ingram and Hayward and the white dude who I can't remember his name. That front seven is going to be difficult for the Bengals. Front seven, you want to get make the a Patrick and Joe Hayden and all them boys. Oh, whole defense, like whole that defense. defense is legit, bro. <laughs> but this Bengals is the Steelers too. This yeah. is the Steelers. Big Ben, um, two picks. Joe Burrow, only one pick. Exactly. Steelers win a close and one. Steelers, I, I think Steelers win a close one. They're going to play down to their competition like always. Um, <laughs> or and they're going to go. Yep, that's yeah, they're, they're going to claim to be the best two and one team to ever face the earth. Which is and, quite, and, it's quite possible that they might be. And do some TikTok dances. Uh, yes. after their win, you know, it's <laughs> that's that's Steelers football. If I've ever heard of it, influencer life never stops, brother. All right, cards at Jags, the matchup of the week. Yeah, I got cards in a, a blowout here. You don't think or, this is a trap game in Jacksonville? This could, this could very September? well be. 
this could very well be a trap game, but I'm sticking my guns. Yeah, it's, no, I don't think I it's got, a trap game. <laughs> I got Cardinals written all over. I don't know thing. who's I, blocking for Trevor Lawrence, but uh, and I, I don't know anybody on the defense besides Miles Jack and Josh Allen for the Jags. I know certainly Urban Meyer is not throwing on the pads. So um, I don't think he could <laughs> anyway. He's kind of a little yeah. bitch. But. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I think the Cardinals got this one. Yeah, yeah all right, I, so there's, we, there's we both got no Cardinals. No other question in my mind. There's nothing I need to talk about more we'll about that game. Slime right <laughs> on to the old Jets at Broncos then. So, yeah, the Broncos really get to play somebody else here, huh? Yeah, uh, so they don't. But <laughs> <laughs> but hear me out. Um, the Broncos, if they want to win, you know, they, they got to beat the bad teams. And um, we talked about the Bills last year, and they had arguably a weak schedule, and they found a way to beat the bad teams and win games. And the Broncos could very well go 3-0, but this is a trap game. I mean, like, also, here's the thing about the Broncos. If you're going to make a push to, let's just say, make wild card. We're not even going to say that you're going to contend with KC for the top. But getting off to 3-0 and against the teams you should get off to a 3-0 start against, as people from Bill's drought era know, that you, you got to do that. If you're looking to make wild card, you have to do that. So this is a big game for them in terms of that. Because when you start playing the real teams, and it's going to be a 50-50 shot of whether you're going to win or lose, these are the games that you don't want to look back on and be like, man, remember when we dropped one to the Jets? Hear me out, though. You get, you get a nice rookie. He's in mile high. He's get that, he gets that nice change in altitude. He could throw the ball an extra sling, five yards. Start slinging the rock a little. But Smetty Lidgewater, yeah. Smetty okay, Lidgewater I'm, is a good QB. I, I, I am just playing here. I got, yeah, I got I the Broncos in this one. <laughs> the Jets are not winning. I think I think old Smetty throws for uh, for three tutties in this one. I think the Jets are in a really, really bad spot. They need to get healthy, and that's yeah. the bottom line. I don't think if they get healthy, it's going to make that big of a difference. I just don't, I don't think, think it will. Challenge. I don't think it will either, but the Jets still found a way to win two games last year, and I think they're – like you were saying, their defense has improved with the new coaching staff. But Defense like, was a problem even back when Greg Williams was there, having pe- them take people's heads off. Just now they're doing it under the guidelines of, you know, legal play. So it's arguably yeah. more intimidating. All right, so Dolphins at Raiders. Raiders. Um, I got Raiders and um, – I like it. I'm, sec- I'm second I'm guessing myself No, 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 no. Now. you stick with your first answer. What do you got for me? No, I don't know. Because I'm second guessing myself. Because who's blocking are, Max Crosby? Are the Dolphins better without Tua? No. Yeah, they don't Dude, they still don't have a quarterback. Anymore. They don't have Fitzpatrick and Jacoby. They don't. They don't have average. an offensive line. They can't run the ball. They they can't <laughs> pass the ball. They can't block Max Crosby. I'll tell you that much right now. And this if, would if, be if the Raiders score 19 points, they win this game. This would be the perfect game for Derek Carr to look incredibly mediocre, though. Or this or is like after out, he snaps his leg. Yeah, Derek Derek Carr is so good at doing like looking MVP one week and then just completely mediocre the next week, and he could again because he puts I, eyeliner on before the game. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, unsightly. I I like the Dolphins D backs. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, I'm gonna. I probably have to go Raiders on this one. I'm going um, Raiders. I'm going Raiders. You should go Raiders. It, I don't like your hesitation. 
I understand the Dolphins, the Raiders. But yeah, like, no, dude, and honestly, honestly, two, it two, was like the difference between two and Brissett is you could argue the floor. Like Brissett's floor for the Dolphins is lower than Tua's floor for the Dolphins. Like Tua is only going to be so bad. I don't think the, the ceiling Dolphins, is also higher with Brissett than it is with Tua, but it's less likely to hit. I don't think the Dolphins' offseason was good enough. Good enough. That's it. Yeah. I think the I think the rest of the AF. I think the Bills and I think the Patriots got better. And they, they uh, stayed th- the same. Yeah. I, I don't think the Jets got better. And I honestly arguably think the Dolphins got worse over the offseason. It's possible. Just just purely on the fact that they don't have a quarterback and they don't have Fitzpatrick to fall on anymore. I, I yeah, think they don't it, have the closer. I think not having Tua after getting um his ribs broken could be could be the nail in the coffin of this season. Now could be the nail in the if, coffin of the Flores administration, really. And honestly, like I enjoy Flores as a coach, but like I would I love to see think... him go out of Miami and be successful. Go to the NFC and do something good. Yeah, go to the NFC East. Ooh. Exactly. Right. Bucks at Rams. Now this is a game. Yeah, I'm excited to see this one. And I'm this is very interesting because the Bucks defense is very, very good. And the is receiving it? court. The Bucks defense? Bucks defense is good. They're off to they're off to a uh yeah. a, a slower yeah, start than I would have expected. Don't try to persuade me in, in that. No, I know. I was messing the, with you. The, Bucks, you. the Bucks defense is sweet. And so is, is the Rams. Yeah. And guess what? The Rams offense is good. And so is the Buccaneers. And this could be a very fun matchup. The interesting part of this matchup to me is that last year, the Bucks looked really inconsistent in regular season play. They were kind of a boomer bust team and they just so happened to be the boom. Um, so I'm still waiting for a little bit of a drop in regular season play. But I also think that um, the Rams with a new quarterback is still fragile. Now, Matt Stafford has looked great, but like... He didn't look amazing last week. He yeah, didn't look I, like a world beater like he did week one. Yeah, I mean, you go, you go into different systems that have basically year three, year four of the same system and the same quarterback. And those are teams that are producing well, like the bills and the Rams still have a new quarterback and Matt Stafford is very smart and he's a very talented quarterback. And that's why I think this one could be, I think this one could be interesting. I think this one is a toss up. I don't think I can say either or on this. Okay. Well, I'm taking the Rams because I'm a man and I can make a decision (laughs) and lose. Um, all right, so, because yeah. of that, I'll take the Bucks. You'll take the Bucks. I love yeah, that. Yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna take the Rams, I'll take the Bucks. All right, you just bet with Tom Brady, which means you're probably gonna win. Um, yeah, you know what? The last time I bet against Brady, I ended up going bald. So love that. I mean, that you're going bald anyway, but we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I had I had to shave my head because again, we won't move on from that. Seahawks at Vikings. <laughs> Seahawks at Vikings. What do you got for me? <laughs> Can you imagine if this game is lost by another field goal? God, I hope so. God, I hope so. That'd be electric. I also think it could be a smackdown. The Vikings are a lot like the Steelers in which they play to their competition. 
but I don't know what kind of team the Vikings are this year. And I don't know what kind of team the Seahawks are. This so year. I have a simple reason for taking this because you are correct in both of those assessments. My simple reason is Russell Wilson greater than symbol Kirk cousins. I rest my case. How about hear me out on this one? The Vikings offensive line and Delvin cook better than Russell Wilson. No. Nope. I'll take the clocks. I'll take the C clocks. Packers at Niners. Packers at Niners. You took Vikings? Yeah, I took I took Vikings. Love it. Packers <laughs> at Niners. Another really good matchup. Um Another another game. I mean, it's it's week three, so you're you're starting to see teams um, really define their season uh, within this week and next week, and I think that's true for both of these teams. Um, yeah, is Aaron Rodgers actually throwing the season, or is he going to play? Yeah is is his um, off season of rest really affecting the rest of the team and like the locker room issues? Is that really a thing or is, are the Packers still elite? Dude, they're walking. Here's my thing. They're going into San Fran with a defense that has looked lost for one and a half games. And you know, Kyle Shanahan is licking his chops. He's got two quarterbacks with like two packages that he can use. Mostly rely on Jimmy G and, and running. Like, th- I, and, I can see this getting out of hand. And this could be the like the NFC, the NFC division game two years ago. And it's the beginning of the season, which is great news for the 49ers. Why? Right. Because you have a healthy team. Relatively, yes. Yeah. As healthy as the Niners can be. Yeah. And that's, that's one of their biggest issues. And guess what? Their team is healthier than what they usually are because it's the beginning of the season. They, ha- they, they haven't had what the a games. statement. They what haven't a had the games. Statement. They haven't had the games to get injured yet. Oh, I'm going to take, take the 49ers. Yeah. I'm going to take the Niners too here. I also just like, I don't think Rogers is in it competitively. Um, no, me so. neither. Eagles at Cowboys on Monday night foosball. What a Monday night game. I'm here for it. Dude, Maction, baby. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna give me a one Monday week night I got game. Maction on Thursday, the other I got Maction on Monday. It's just not on the weekend. Yeah. It makes sense, you know. Yeah. I'm I'm over here trying to do my homework, hating my life, uh, getting getting through the college grind, and I gotta watch the Eagles and the Cowboys play. The worst possible football <laughs> you can imagine. That's oh, I can't awful. wait. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles are um, in trouble defensively without Brandon Graham. And I think yeah, Fletcher I think, Cox is very good, but I don't know if this offense is going to be able to hang with with the Cowboys. I agree. I think I think this is the week for Dak to to sling the rock, um, or maybe Zeke I don't to think, open it up. I don't think the D backs on the Eagles are good at all. So I mean, I don't know about I, not good at all, but they're obviously not elite. Uh, but, um, they really rely on the, their front four, <laughs> kind of the way, kind of the way that the the football team does, where it's like, yeah, they got good players back there, but we just need to get pressure, and then they can become great. Yeah, based if, off of if, that. if you're gonna say um, argue the point of Russell Wilson is better than Kirk Cousins, I think I'm gonna 
go with Dak Prescott is better than Hurts at this moment. Okay, but I, I, I don't think it's a comparable situation to that. You're definitely right. There's no oh, no, I agree. I yeah, no, but, it's not but comparable. The defenses, the defenses here are not comparable. It's, where with Minnesota and Seattle, it's apples we still and don't know what they are defensively it's, either. Those. Yeah, it's it's amp- the it's Eagles are a good oranges. defense who are now missing their best out edge pass rusher. It's and so is so are the Cowboys. The Cowboys are missing their best edge edge pass rusher now. Well, they suck Micah Parsons up there because he can't actually play linebacker, and he decided to get absolutely bullied by Rashawn Slater last week. Shout out to the hot takes here that Rashawn Slater is a stud and Micah Parsons licks balls. Yeah, I I got the Cowboys in this one. All right, I'm going to take the Eagles. I believe in the Eagles. I like Nick Sirianni. Uh, based, based purely on the Cowboys offense um, and their receiving core. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's fair, and it's extremely possible that that uh, comes to fruition. You got anything for the good of the order there, boss? Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch week three. Um, and yeah, that's, that's basically it. This is, there's a lot of good games this week. You excited for Sabres camp next week? No. (laughs) (laughs) Who you guys got this week, uh, for, for AU, for the listeners out there? Uh, we have Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. Where can we find the stream? We are going eight hours away to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, if you go to Alfred website, uh, gosaxons.com, and go to the football schedule, uh, it should bring you to the Kalamazoo live stream, or you can go to the Kalamazoo Athletics website as well and uh, go through the football team and the schedule, and you can find the live stream there as well. Love but, um, that. Yeah, eight hours, nice, nice little bus ride over. The uh the old overnight trip, huh? I always love those. Oh yeah, get get some nice team bonding time in the hotel the night before. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, hey, they got it's, it's Kalamazoo is a city that I've never heard of, but it's a city. So they the have they have a hockey that, team allegedly. The best thing about a city is I can get Uber Eats now because uh, I'm not in the middle of nowhere. No, mom and dad are gonna hate it when they get your credit card bill. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> It's the funny thing is they don't even pay it. They just get mad, second hand angry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to go. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a uh, podcast with hats, tats, and stats. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Google, the, all the good stuff. Just search hats, tats, and stats for the only people named that. Um, yeah. That's hey, that. and honestly, uh, for the good of order, real quick. Um, <laughs> If 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 you did not enjoy this week, you can blame Jaws for leaving two Yelliches to run hats, tats, yeah, and stats. That's his own fault. That's his <laughs> own damn fault. But honestly, I think this was great. I had a I, I enjoyed it. It was uh, it's I love I love talking to Ben and his bold claims and because I'm one of the only people who knows how his strange little brain works. Uh this is this we're gonna we're gonna sign off here uh with some go bills and you people have a yeah, fantastic go bills. Week.